check one check 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 it's G from the Academy and just as I start the Sun comes out that's a good thing you know I went out for a jog earlier down the beach and it was wild the rain was lashing the wind was blowing you know people were walking backwards so that they could go forwards <laughs> that was the kind of weather that was out there down there And somehow I was able to get myself in the zone in my mind. Somehow I was able to tune in to something different, another level, another idea, another frequency. And the weather didn't seem to bother me it didn't seem so bad it just seemed like another task the jog just seemed like another task that needed to be completed life is full of these little tasks that need to be completed things that we don't enjoy but we have to get them done the tidying the organization the planning the cleaning the bathroom all those little things life is made up of those little things all strung together like Christmas lights that we wrap around our life, right? Isn't that how it is? How are you out there? Wherever it is that you are. How's it going? How are the plans? How is the planning? Things working out? Are you working on what it is that you need to work on? Is your focus in the right area? Are you getting the help that you need do you know the kind of help that you need if you want you can always shout you can always shout out you can always ask a question I'll give you a few pointers they might be right they might be wrong I will not hold myself responsible for the actions of others if you're an adult you are responsible for your own actions. You are responsible for where you go. You are responsible for what you read. You are responsible for what you what you do. The, you're responsible for the information that you put into your brain. You are responsible for the consequences of your actions. No one else but you you are responsible for your discernment you're res you are responsible for your ability to parse the information i'm not going to tell you where to go i'm not going to tell you what to think i can tell you what i think i'm not going to tell you what to think that's that's your choice each person can be as wrong as they are right just as what's right one day can be wrong the next 
look at each situation like you look at each person on an individual basis. Don't get trapped in the isms. The sex-isms, the political-isms, the cultural-isms, because they're all prisons. They're all prisons for your mind, right? <laughs> prisons for the mind. <clears throat> Shall we dive in today and see what we can learn from what has been happening around and about. Where do we start? We start with an interesting article related to a textile company and I thought that this is interesting because it highlights what people don't see, right? NPR.org, one million Bangladeshi garment workers lose their jobs amid C-19 economic fallout. It's the domino effect. You slow down the economic turnover in the West and the, the Far East or nearabouts dies. That's what happens. They die. 300,000 people starve. Starving. 300,000 people extra starving a day. Perhaps you can hear the uh, fighter jets passing in the background. You know what um, amazes me? Right? People talk about being friendly to the environment and environment mentalism, right? You know, people will say, oh, we need to keep our beaches clean, but they won't think about the fallouts from the engines of the jets taking off and landing at the local Air Force Base. That's not a problem, right? Those particulate going into the air, falling on the land, people breathing them in and out, that's not a problem, right? Right, but it's dropping litter on the beach that's a problem. <laughs> the focus, it's the focus that matters. It's what you focus on. Everyone's so focused on them and their lives that they can't see the fallout. Just like the bombs, right? The bombs. People think about, oh, it's just a bomb that's dropped. They don't see the businesses destroyed, they don't see the lives destroyed, they don't see the economics destroyed, they don't see the children's futures destroyed, they don't see the schools destroyed, they don't see society that's fallen apart. It's just a job, right? That's one of the things that came out of the Nuremberg trials, was that, was that you can't use that as an excuse. It's just a job. Can't be used as an excuse. Business is serious business, right? It's serious stuff. What we don't see is the fabric of society that's falling apart. At least one quarter of garment workers in Bangladesh, the world's second largest clothing manufacturer after China, have been fired or furloughed because of declining global orders amid the coronavirus crisis, according to the Penn State Center for Global Workers' Rights. The Independent Labour Rights Group, independent, eh? which tracks layoffs and economic damage in one of the world's poorest countries, has found that more than a million Bangladeshi apparel workers were laid off in recent weeks because of the coronavirus. Most were given no severance pay. Did you get that? Most were given no severance pay. Bangladesh, with a population of 160 million, has reported about 60 cases of C-19 infection and six deaths. Testing is not widespread. The country is under lockdown. 
big country. The country is under lockdown and large gatherings are banned. But garment factories are still allowed to operate. Yes, you're still allowed to be a slave in a slave state. Workers in Bangladeshi factories sew clothing for some of the world's biggest fashion brands. The country's apparel industry employs more than 4 million workers and has been an engine of robust economic growth in recent years, contributing about 84%, contributing to about 84% of Bangladesh's export revenue, 84%. You see what you don't see? You see what the people don't see? Well, I've been furloughed. Well, I'm just waiting for things to... Well, you're just waiting and popping down to the shop for your packet of cigarettes and your six-pack. Other people are in dire straits. <laughs> dire straits, guys. Dire straits. Meanwhile, the telegraph.co.uk reports school age children more likely to be hit by lightning than die of coronavirus. <laughs> can't, can't go outside because there's lightning. Yeah. <laughs> It's all rubbish, of course. School children under the age of 15 are more likely to be hit by lightning than die from coronavirus. Um, <laughs> it's a strange parallel statistic, right? Because there's a billion things that, are, that, that, that could be compared. It's interesting, though. Um, <laughs> new figures suggest a mid-mounting pressure for the government to get more to to what this doesn't make sense amid mounting pressure for the government to get more to to do more it should be ah, the journalists are journalism journalism leaves leaves a lot to be desired reporting is finished there are no there are almost no real reporters anymore the last few were adam curtis and Abby Martin and Mike Cernovich and Greg Palast. It's a dying breed of people. Dying breed. Mm. The um, mm, it's interesting, right? You could it's it <laughs> who's covering the dangerous topics now? Uh, anyway, scientists from the universities of Cambridge and Oxford have called for rational debate based on the tiny risk to children and have suggested that if no vaccine is found in the future, then it may be better for younger children to continue with their lives while shielding the more vulnerable. How about we give vitamins and minerals to the more vulnerable? How about we send them out into the sunshine for a while? If you took all the money that was given to pharmaceutical companies, you could probably buy a holiday for everybody on the planet. Well, Gavi just raised, what, $8.8 for vaccines from different governments. They didn't raise it, they just stole it, basically. Um, oh, we raised money from the governments. The governments get their money from the people, right? So it's basically stolen. Um, somebody has to pay for it. There's no such thing as free money, right? Um so, 8.8 billion, so many people on the planet. Yeah, you could you could pretty much give everyone a holiday, right? Or give everyone an opportunity. Anyway, it comes as the government was accused of losing the plot <laughs> after Gavin Williamson, the Education Secretary, scrapped the government's target of getting all primary pupils back in the classroom before the summer holidays. It's finished. It's over. Education, as you know, is gone. That's it. I'm sorry, it's not coming back. Not unless there's a real revolution and I don't think any real revolutions actually exist because the revolution just takes you back to the start. You've got to go in a completely different direction. You've got to find a way. There is a way, but it's not within the system that, that we know. 
it's, it's within other understandings. You've got to get out of the cities. you got to get out of the towns. You've got to get away from the people. You've got to get away from the media. You've got to get away from the bombardment. Like I did the other day and took a walk through the forest and was joined by some rather large birds swooping down. I guess that they were protecting the nests that were somewhere high up in the trees. Interesting to see how the birds are prepared to protect their young almost more than some people are these days. Crazy, huh? If you want to see more of my little clips, then you know, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. Follow me while you can. These systems are not going to be around forever. Not in this way. Anyway, you got to get out. You got to take chances. You got to make decisions. Even make mistakes, because even mistakes point us in the right direction. It's the little things. It's the decisions. It's the decisions we take. We build days from seconds. And then lives grow out of those moments. We have to connect not just with nature but with people we have to create conversations because if you can stimulate great conversations then you have a chance to change everything everything Robert F. Kennedy Jr. if you want to um, dive deep down the rabbit hole, go and read his magazine called George, which he produced in the 1980s. Really, really revealing interviews with very, very interesting people. Anyway, he retweeted a toxicology report from a toxicology general journal, sorry, journal, <laughs> yeah, um, not general, interesting the word general, isn't it, different concepts of it, different meanings, um, anyway, the Journal of Toxicology printed a letter to the editor related to C19 data, um, where the letter clearly, clearly, clearly states using clear statistics and clear data that um, the virus could not have been halted by social distancing or by any of the measures implemented by governments worldwide. You know, any more than you could stop a planet crashing into this planet. Right. It's down to the individuals. Anyway, the, the World Health Organization's own data suggests that the virus naturally runs its course in seven to eight weeks regardless of public health measures put in place. It's a fact. Go and do your own research. Go and check it out. And as we check out things, sometimes we find that life changes before our very eyes. Before our very eyes. There's, the information is out there, but the information also changes. Recent edits, revised history, Alicia Garza's Wikipedia was rewritten to remove the words writer and self-proclaimed Marxist writer. Why would they want to remove the term self-proclaimed Marxist 
from the biography of the organizer, of the founder of Black Lives Matter. Why would they want to do that, huh? Why would they want to do that? Not to worry, though, keep your focus on your focus. I think that the, the world order is having problems right now for the simple reason that the distractions are not there. There's little to no new music. There's little to no new sports activities. Everything is being rerun and repeated. Um, have a look at what's available through torrent sharing systems worldwide. Little to nothing new has been added in two to three months. Um, that's a sign of the slowdown in human creative dis distractions, basically. So, so people are actually being forced to focus on certain elements that matter, such as chronic illnesses in children are up around 50% on previous statistics in the United States. Chronic illnesses. It's not an epidemic, though. 50% of... It's almost 50% of all kids have a chronic illness now in the United States. It's quite, it's quite shocking. It's quite shocking. Um, and if we're not taking care of the kids, then who are we taking care of? We're not taking care of the kids. We're not taking care of the old people. Who are we taking care of? Huh? You want to tell me that? <sighs> Every record has been destroyed. Here's a quote. Yeah. And the point of the quote is to, to, to understand the concepts of revision that is happening. The revisions of history. You don't build a future by erasing the past. You don't build a good future by erasing the past. You don't build a good future by defacing monuments and pulling them down and, you know, replacing things that people put up hundreds of years ago. Look what happened to Athens. Look what happened to Greece. Look what, look what happened to Rome. Right? Quote is from George Orwell's 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue, every street building renamed, every date has been altered. Watch, watch it happening. Who's in charge of the books that your kids are reading, huh? Have you wondered? Have you thought about that? Who's in charge? And then the kids grow up in a world prepared and laid out for them where they can't imagine the concept that there wouldn't be a government there, that there wouldn't be an authority there, that there wouldn't be people there to protect them. And then we end up with places like New York City, where where it's dangerous, the cities are dangerous, you've got to be able to protect yourself there. These are places where Black Lives Matter wants to defund the police, which will destroy the police as we know it. Of course, they're not going to completely defund them. They just want to take them over and rerun them under their control. So what's going to happen to people? What's going to happen to young women in New York if you're not allowed to own a gun, if you're not allowed to protect yourself, if the police are defunded? What? Have we learned nothing from history and then we haven't because all we do is destroy it and pull it down and tear it up and burn it and spit on it? Have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing? And we miss, we miss so many of the key things. James O'Keefe on 
Twitter um, is exposing the Antifa training. Um, Antifa is training its protesters to be actively violent. You can you can watch the videos of them in training. You know, gouge out the eyeballs because they're soft and they're easy targets, right? Right? <sighs> what have we done? What have we done? What you know? How how did so many people get so indoctrinated so quickly to these? modern concepts of Marxism. What's happening worldwide is is an attempt at another Bolshevik style revolution. Kids are not thinking for themselves. Not thinking for themselves at all. Because education, education we now see is non-essential. Because it's never been essential to the crew that are in control right now. Toby Young writes on Twitter that as the father of four school-aged children as well as the co-founder of four schools, I'm beyond furious that the government is now saying schools can't reopen before September. I wonder what's going to happen in September and October. Meanwhile, the pubs can open because the pubs are essential. Pubs are essential, schools are not, right? <laughs> Funny, right? Pubs essential, schools not. Garden centres essential, schools not. Hmm. Funny, isn't it? Sweet shops essential. News agents essential. Doctors not. But still. The people are fed by the media. Allowing yourself to be fed by the mainstream media is like sticking your head in a cannon, basically. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And then there's the guilt, right? Media is going to make you feel guilty that you're not doing enough. Oh, look, the kids don't have food. You have to go out and feed everybody's kids. Oh, look, people don't have clothes. And that, there's nothing wrong with going out and helping people. And that just shows us what kind of dire situation that we're in when everybody needs help. But we're fed the steady diet of nothing by the media by the media who tell us which way to turn and what to conform to and what is right and what is wrong and how it's okay to be immoral and reframe everything. Matt Walsh on Twitter writes, there's a scene from the Gulag Archipelago where a crowd performs a required standing ovation at the mention of Stalin's name. Finally, one man has enough and sits down. What do you think happens to that man? Huh? What do you think happens? Meanwhile, the Masonic cult of leftism continues as ministers all over the planet take a knee and bend and bow and submit. Imagine that, the leaders of your country living in submission. It's either submission or some kind of mass psychosis or both, I don't know, whatever it is. It's tragic, it's terrible, and it's wrong. It is, it's beyond wrong. It's weakness, it's weakness, what it is. Yet here and there, there are glimmers of light. There are glimmers of light. New York police boss Mike O'Meara says that one policeman is not all policemen. And the media has misrepresented the good men. And that's true. 
can't paint everyone with the same brush. Or at least you shouldn't. And what's the way out? New pathways, old pathways. One thing's for sure, if we follow where the media tells us to go, we're going to end up at a dead end. <laughs> we're going to <laughs> real a real dead end. Going nowhere. Oh yeah. You know what came back to me the other day? The, the lyrics of an obscure Oasis song. Britpop, Britpop. Yeah. As we get older, all the dreams we have as children fade away. So true. Off-guardian.org report over 90% of UK COVID deaths had pre-existing conditions, over 95% had pre-existing conditions. Total cases were listed as having 42,000 comorbidities, that's almost two each. The report itself points out that many patients had multiple conditions. This again aligns completely with the Italian figures which said over 80% of fatalities had at least two comorbidities. What are these comorbidities? We don't know. Um, not entirely specifically. The report lists ischemic heart disease, chronic kidney disease, asthma and dementia among others, but it also lists nearly 19,000 other conditions. And these conditions are essentially a lack of vitamins and minerals. These are deficiency based conditions, um, as, as most conditions are. Um, presumably including liver failure, emphysema, AIDS, all forms of cancers, and literally potentially thousands of other diseases. Implicit in this is the possibility these diseases, diseases were the actual cause of death, the actual cause of death, and that COVID-19 played no direct role, no direct role at all. Further, the PCR test for coronavirus can return false positives in up to 80% of cases. So it's entirely possible the majority of these deaths never even had the virus. Up to 80% of cases of the test kits are false positives. Wow. Uh, this isn't breaking news. It has been covered a number of times and that is true. But sometimes we need to repeat the truth. Um, probably worth going to the video platforms online, Brighteon, Vimeo, BitChute, YouTube, and Googling the name Dr. Andrew Kaufman, um, who has a very eloquent explanation for what is happening. But the truth is also that everything is in your hands. It's up to you. Your health is up to you. Your wealth is up to you. Don't let yourself down, right? Don't let yourself down. You know, you can also check out youtube.com Corona debunked by biochemistry. Um, right. I mean, the information is out there. It's well worth taking the time to have a look, see what you can find, right? And now that it's safe to criticize everyone, everything, the, the animals come out of the woodwork, right? Tony Robinson slams the government for manslaughter over care homes. But where were you when it mattered? Where were you at the beginning? Where were you in the past when people were warning about the potential danger 
of allowing governments to have so much power. A study warned that by the end of June, the death toll from COVID-19 infections and other excess deaths would likely approach 59,000 across the entire English population, of which about 34,000 will have been in care home residents. 34,000. Hmm. The estimate includes those who list a care home as their main residence where they died, including if they died in the hospital. Hmm. Care homes, right? They call them care homes. Care how? Care for who? <laughs> I don't know. They just clean up operations, a lot of them, right? Clean up operations. You want to go further down the rabbit hole? Google a shot in the dark. Uh, watch it before it disappears. Watch it before it disappears. A shot in the dark. Or, if you want to learn about the real goat, about the man with the keys to the planet, if you want to learn about his history and why he is the way he is, you can check out Queen of the Vaccine, which I believe is produced by the Corbett report by James Corbett there. Um, he's pumping out epic, epic amounts of information. If anyone deserves credit and support in providing truth through this crisis. It's James Corbett, for sure, for sure. Now on, on another front, right, something that personally happened to me this, this week. So I, I logged into my email account to find that, find that I'd purchased a whole lot of stuff that I hadn't purchased, right? Um, that somebody had accessed my Amazon account and bought things like makeup and camping equipment, um, which is just bizarre to find these random purchases there, which would then get sent not not to me, not to me, but to my parents' address. <laughs> what? Oh dear. So somebody stole my, my credit card identity and bought some random stuff. Um, and so I called my bank and they canceled the card, my bank card, my Visa card, called Amazon and there was nobody there. There were just these weird automatic text bot messages where you had to reply. And you know, the option to give you, is it A, is it B, is it C? And you're like, well, that's none of the things that I want. So when are, when are, the, the worst form of customer service is automatic service. It, it's just the worst. The people don't want to communicate with machines. They don't want to be led by, look, machines are fine if you're building a car or a spaceship or, or something that needs absolute precision. But when we're dealing with problems, it's because things haven't worked and problems are a human element, they're a human principle, they're a human concept, they're, they're related to our, our mind and our mindset and the way that we think as human beings. And so we need to communicate with other human beings to solve these problems. Um, there we go. That 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 being that being said, <laughs> right? It gave me a clear understanding of once once my card was cancelled, I was like, right. Well, now I can't buy anything from a shop. Can't use my card. Can't use GPay. Can't use 
can't use my phone, can't take money out from a cash machine. Well, I'm screwed, basically. <laughs> right, just like that, boom, everything turned off. Can't order anything online because the card doesn't function. My God, we need cash. We, we, cash is a life saver. And when we understand, because the rules are so upside down that the underground economy is bigger than the overground economy, because it has to be for people to survive, we need cash. The move to a cashless society, don't, don't get me, I'm all for things being swift and smooth, don't get me wrong, there's, there's nothing worse than a wallet full of coins, right? Western first world problems, right? But um, we need an alternative, right? We need, and we understand this with the, the duality of everything. We understand this with left and right in politics. Yeah, if we had only left or only the right, it, would, it wouldn't work. Right, we understand this with Coke and Pepsi. If we had only one, it sort of wouldn't work. Or Burger King versus McDonald's or Wendy's or... Pizza Hut or something, right? If we've only got this credit bit, what is, what is credit anyway, right? Who decides? It's such a potential for control of everyone and everything. We need cash in order to have interactions, to have the little local jumble sales at the school or the, the, the yard sales or the car boot sales, we, to, to give the kids a little something to save or to spend. We need cash. Because without, without cash, our ability to vote through open purchases can can be turned off in a second. This is way too much power for anybody to be able to control. Way too much. No one should have that much power and control. It's basically the ability to decide the life and death of every single person. And then, of course, I go online and do a little bit of research and find that hundreds of thousands of people have had their accounts hacked and purchases bought. Um, which is another thing that you can't, you can't protect your credit, right? You can't protect, it, it can't be protected. It's not like, well, the money's in my hand or it's in my pocket. You know, where is it? It's not, it's not anywhere, right? <laughs> you can't protect it at all. It's then basing everything on trust and, well, you know where that gets us in a society that's full of mental patients and psychopaths and narcissists and garbage journalism like psychopaths are less likely to practice social distancing study shows so it's basically saying if you don't agree with the government you're a psychopath if you don't agree with doing what psychopaths tell you to do you're a psychopath um insane right insane and what it's really saying the subject is 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 that thinking people are the enemy that's the subtext the article reads, people with psychopathic traits are less likely to practice adequate social distancing, thereby exposing others to risk of coronavirus infection, according to a study published in the peer-reviewed science journal, Social Psychology and Personality Science. Did you know there was a journal called Social Psychology and Personality Science? Personality Science. Excuse me, Personality Science. Social distancing policies have been in place since the onset of the virus, with authorities telling people to stay at home and maintain adequate distancing.
with others when outside. There have, however, been numerous reports of people deliberately breaking social distancing measures. No, no, no. <laughs> really? Really? Like the protests? Really, really? Or like in the countries that have no social distancing? Yeah, like um, Belarus or uh, Sweden or those little countries that nobody knows about on the planet that don't have any cases of the virus at all where everything is perfectly normal. You've been tricked, people. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. The virus is real, but the response is a hoax. There have, however, been numerous reports of people deliberately breaking social distancing measures, such as so-called coronavirus parties. Dun, dun, dun. According to the journal study, people with psychopathic traits are more likely to be amongst those who broke the rules. What about people who write articles like this? What about people who publish articles like this? Dark traits, especially psychopathy, meanness, and disinhibition. What the hell is that? What's in inhibition? Inhibited would be stopping people from doing something. Disinhibition would be not preventing yourself from doing something bizarre. Um, <clears throat> see how they use language, right? Predicted low endorsement of health behaviors and the intent to knowingly expose others to risk. Blah, blah, blah. Pavel Blagov, the study's author, wrote in the report. Blagov noted that a person's personality traits can help broadly predict their behavior towards public health measures and their actions during a pandemic. How about you study government? How about you study the psychopaths who created these stories? How about you study the psychopath Boris Johnson who just thanked the global medical mafia for stealing 8.8 .8 billion, I don't know if it was pounds or dollars or euros or rabbits, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever currency, credits, I don't know, stealing from the taxpayers of the world. And he's there saying, thank you very much to the hard work of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for vaccinating and sterilizing all these kids in Africa and for killing children and for uh, hospitalizing with sickness and disease, all the kids that have been vaccinated and for shutting down schools and for shutting down the planet and causing global economic meltdown and uh, destroying the lives of millions worldwide. We thank you very much for that. 8.8 .8 billion, you bunch of thieving gypsy motherfuckers. Um, it's an insult to gypsies though, right? <laughs> Oh, this country is so screwed, people. This country is screwed beyond belief. You know, that the, the, any kind of impartiality has just disappeared. It's just disappeared. And people are putting their faith and trust in the politicians. And it's not a good idea. Um, now this reported on the fact that... Uh, Donald Trump took out full-page adverts in, I think it was the New York Times, um, saying that the death penalty should be brought back for young people. Um, this was during the Central Park Five case. This was uh, five kids who were framed for a horrendous crime. Well, it wasn't them, it was somebody else. So it, you know, <laughs> it's just another example of the corruption of every thing. And who do we trust? It's, <laughs> it's hard. Um, NPR versus NPR. Let's check this out. So these are, these, are, these are two stories. Two stories published basically at the same time by the same publishing house. One says, thousands of voices at a protest in DC came together to sing the Bill Withers classic, Lean On Me, led by local musician Kenny Sway. It sounded like unity and togetherness, he says. It sounded like love and pureness of the people. Meanwhile, at the same time, President Trump will hit the campaign trail this month, despite the deadly coronavirus pandemic, which continues to impact the lives and livelihoods of households across the country. 
the rallies will be tremendous, the campaign manager said. So they're they're playing both sides. What does that even mean when you play both sides? I mean, are they playing both sides to put out the fact that both sides exist, or are they just pandering to people who are only going to read information and in a one-dimensional context? I don't know. I don't know. You, you, you got to parse through things carefully, though. You got to parse through things carefully. Uh, the Epoch Times, which is a fantastic publication, wrote about a recent study. Unvaccinated children have better health than their vaccinated peers. Interesting. Just another one to add to the list. A peer review study compared the health outcomes of vaccinated versus unvaccinated infants and children across the United States. In a sample of 2,000 boys and girls born between November 2005 and June 2015, the study found that vaccinated children showed a higher chance of developmental, dislay, developmental delays, asthma, ear infections, and gastrointestinal disorders later in their development. Keyword later. Brian Hooker, principal scientist on the study and a professor at Simpson University, in Redding, California, shared his findings with the Epoch Times. He gathered the data from 2,000 children across three participating medical practices in the East Coast, Midwest, and West Coast. He made sure all the information was correctly identified and looked for patients who continuously followed up on medical practices from birth. About 69% were vaccinated and 31% were not. And it's not a unique study because I... And it's always, you know, you know, it's always the independent organizations and people that are doing these studies. Um, if you watch the congressional hearings on vaccines, there's this great moment where uh, the vaccine companies are asked, and how many trials did you do on comparisons of vaccinated and unvaccinated kids? And like zero, zero trials, right? Zero comparisons there. Zero comparisons. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're all left to... Praise Lord Jesus, George Floyd, um, the drug-dealing porn star, actor, um, with a violent criminal history, who was imprisoned for many years. Um, we're all praising him as the great man, um, the great man who had kids and then decided not to see them. He abandoned them, basically, for 15 years, which kind of says all you need to know about him as a person, basically. Well, he used drugs to recruit young women into porn. But don't worry, because we're all going to kneel before the great gods of the left and worship them, because if we don't, we'll be slandered deplatformed. I don't think we can win the fight on the outside, but I think we can control the fight on the inside. And that's what we have to win. We have to win the fight within ourselves before we can set standards for other people. You, you see the anger in the left right now, which at one point in time was the anger in the right. Um, Sometimes both roads are the wrong road. Crazy, huh? Crazy. But there's always a problem. There's always a struggle within everybody that they need to solve within themselves first. How do you solve it? How do you find it? How do you know what it is? Everything begins by asking yourself questions. Everything begins by understanding what you do and why it is that you do it, what your motivations are. Are you going to work because you love your job or are you going to work because you're escaping? You're escaping your reality 
your reality, which is insanity, the insanity of the present moment where an electrician can visit your home, but your parents and friends can't, right? Pure insanity. But you got to work on yourself. You got to surround yourself with what you need. You got to make the right choices. When you have what you need, you will not be wanting. Too many people are wanting things. Remove the wants. Remove anything from your vicinity that is not an asset. Remove it all. Don't get trapped in the illusions of life. The hoaxes. The hoaxes that are everywhere. All around. Isn't it a crazy world? Isn't it an insane planet? And here we are, trapped on this giant rock, th spinning through space. <laughs> Where are we? Boris Johnson announced nine days ago the lockdown would ease a little from Monday the 1st of June. It's a lock up. More than a lockdown. You will be able to meet in an open space, a group of up to six people, but not from the same household. Meaning that you can meet people from other households, right? Or one household, or as long as you don't meet too many people, right? How are we ever going to return to theatres and concerts and sports events? How's that going to work out, huh? Do you think they thought about that before they shut everything down? Where are all the spokespeople for those activities, huh? You're silent because you're scared. Scared little boys. You've got the big house. You've got the car. You've got the money. You've got the trophy partner. But you're still scared. <sighs> you're still scared. Hi there, Jazz. I'll be finished in five minutes. Is that okay? Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you. Right. Um, face coverings, right? The government is mandating that people must wear face masks, muzzles on public transport. These, these face masks will make you sick. They will make you sick. They are not medical grade masks and medical grade masks need to be changed regularly, just like gloves. They will make you sick. They will increase contamination. They will make you sick. The government is mandating making people sick. It's not going to protect anybody. It's not going to help anybody. You are now allowed to go out of your homes to do shopping and to do exercise as much as you want in an open space and you are allowed to meet with one person from another household from an for an activity. But you shouldn't share equipment. <laughs> are you going to play tennis if you can't share the ball? <laughs> ah, bunch of idiots. Um, those shielding are still advised to stay home. Shielding? Shielding from what? The invisible enemy? Shielding from life? Shielding from death? See, the removal of religion from society has made everybody scared of death. You see that? Do you see how it's been done? Primary schools will be reopened uh, for years one to six. Mm. You will not be fined for not sending your children to schools. You can't do that anyway. They can't find you anyway. It's all illusions based on illusions. Ah. The um, I don't know. It, it's the the government are magicians, magi, 
and the media is the magic hat. Hmm. Parents can homeschool and teachers are allowed to do remote work using the internet. BB use BBC Bite Size, which is one of the worst websites I've ever seen, um, to teach your kids. You could have where they, they treat children as idiots. It's just stupid. Children only learn by seeing adults be adults. Some non-essential shops will reopen. But some won't. Because, <laughs> yeah, clarity, huh? Can't do business with people outside of the country because they can't travel inside of the country because of 14 days of quarantine. It's just fucking stupid. Um, especially as 65,000 people for uh, two and a half months travelled in and out of the country unchecked on a daily basis. Go and check the numbers yourself, if you don't believe me. Um, but takeaways are open. But you can't visit your doctor, but takeaways are open. right? Chemist is open, but you can't visit your doctor. Ice cream shop is open. The local ice cream shop is open, <laughs> but you can't visit your doctor. <laughs> yeah. But thank you to the brave NHS staff. I don't think you're brave when you do what you're told. You know the risks when you get involved. Boom, end of story. You know the risks when you get involved. Some jobs are more risky and dangerous than others. Always have been, always will be. The Excel in hospital, known as the Nightingale Hospital, hasn't been used. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Oh dear. But don't worry, because live experiences are now available to watch. You can watch anything from live theatre performances to safaris. Or you can even travel through museums whilst being online. It's not the same. See, that independent business people understand it's not the same. It's good, but it's not the same. Hmm. Meanwhile, government is still advising you, stay at home, stay safe, stay alert. Stay alert for fucking what? Stay alert for psychopaths making stupid, stupid rules and, av and avoiding the, the understanding that Britain is a system of common law and should be a system of common law. We are not under Roman rule. That statement is more powerful than people realise. Yeah. But don't worry, because we'll put tape on the floors and the doors. and the, 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 You have to follow the arrows and stand in the right places. And, you know, if you've got a shop making signs, then good business for you, right? Remember to keep your distance from everyone and everything. Uh, and also that essential service workers are given priority. Wow. Social Darwinism in action. Essential service workers are being given priority in certain shops at certain times. Because they're going to feel like gods. Limited number of people are allowed inside shops, therefore queuing, which is a British pastime, is going to uh, return. Um, you should work from home if, you're un if you are able to. And then otherwise, as long as safety measures are put into place. The government is paying 80% of wages to all employees across the country who are furloughed due to COVID-19. But this is going to sell out the future generations, they forgot to tell you that. Furlough has been extended to October, with employer contributions starting in August, which some companies are unable to take advantage of, and so redundancies loom. It's going to get worse. Cruise ships are at anchor. They've paused operations. Airlines are grounded. Travel abroad requires two weeks quarantine, so nobody's going anywhere. Parks are open for exercise, but playgrounds remain closed. Fuck you, government. Stay away from the children. Meanwhile, cases of disappearing children have gone through the roof. They're not telling you that either. 
Only 20 people are allowed on a bus at any one time. This is just going to destroy all businesses. No masses are allowed as churches are still... Churches, you could, you could have social distancing in churches very easily. Churches are non-essential. Understand, churches are non-essential. Understand, churches are non-essential. Weddings are non-essential. Family celebrations are non-essential. Birthday parties are non-essential. Funerals are non-essential. Sports events are non-essential. Concerts are non-essential. Tours are non-essential. Festivals are non-essential. Entertainment events are non-essential. They will all be closed for the foreseeable future. The foreseeable future. Manufacturers, distilleries and other businesses have switched to making visors, masks, hand sanitizer and personal protection equipment. Hmm. Fines are established for breaking lockdown rules, even though you can't be fined because it's not law. You're still not allowed to visit or stay anywhere other than your own home because your home is your fucking prison now. You are allowed to drive to an exercise place, but only preferably within 25 miles of your home. Dun, dun, dun. People, there's people cycling up and down the road outside my flat here, wearing masks. Kids cycling on a bike wearing a mask. I mean, that, that's insanity. First they get you to wear a cycle helmet. Then they get you to wear a mask. Incremental steps. Incremental steps. <sighs> Press conferences are being held on a daily basis in order to keep people updated and informed. This is our reality and this is insanity. What do you think? How do you feel? If you've got any articles, send them to me. If you disagree, let me know. Otherwise, wherever you are, I wish you a great day. Um, make sure you plan some time for yourself. And as always, don't forget to tell the ones you love that you love them. Follow me, social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. That's it, I think. Take care.